3: Okay, you guys, joining us on today's episode of Overshare is someone I have the ultimate girl crush on. You guys might know Devin from her work on BuzzFeed or from her own YouTube channel, Devin But Better. And today we've decided for some reason it's a good idea to reveal to the world and our parents the times that we have lied to them.
4: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Overshare the Podcast. I'm Lily here with Jocelyn. And today, what do you what are you over, Jocelyn? Let's just get it started.
3: So over it. What she said. Oh my gosh. So I have to be totally honest and let y'all know that we shot an episode of the podcast right before this one that we're doing right now. And I think I'd been so genuinely focused, laser focused on what I was over specifically on our last episode that i'm feeling a little bit lost so you go first I'm like i always just go off yours i'm never prepared <laughs> we're great at
4: podcasting um what am i over i mean most things <laughs> i feel like this entire podcast could just be called over it um i think right now we'll go with i think i've already talked about it probably but still mad and it's relevant right now. Um, Apple is closed. And yes. I think they may be open for like a week, like right before the 4th of July. But I didn't know that. And I missed my week window. And now because people didn't stay inside, now we're quarantining again. Basically, I never stopped. And honestly, even if the lockdown wasn't happening, I would probably still be in quarantine. But regardless. <laughs> My laptop Wi-Fi doesn't work, and it's so obnoxious because the reason it doesn't work is because they disconnected the Wi-Fi antenna when they were fixing something else. So I already got it repaired. It took like two weeks. Then they give it back, and then it's broken in a different way, and now I just can't use it. That
3: doesn't feel right. And it feels like even if the store is closed, shouldn't you be able to, like, drop it off? Absolutely. Is there not one open somewhere out in the valley or something? I like mean, could pro-
4: maybe I could drive like further away, yeah.
3: But honestly, I think people having tech issues right now are living in a special kind of hell because my Wi-Fi went out, and when I called Spectrum to try like, to get it reconnected, it took them. They they basically just said, "We're too busy. We can't help you right now." And I was like, "What do you mean? How am I supposed what? to live without Wi-Fi?" What happened to it? Um, I upgraded my account. And so I had to kind of like reset it. and, And I had to get a new router. And when I did that, it like was not working. And they were like, oh, you have to call Spectrum, your cable provider, to have them do something on their side. And when I called, they were just like, we're too busy right now. Like, literally, they were just like, call back next week. And I was like, your girl don't have time to call back next week. So it was horrible. I I honestly almost cried like seven times.
4: That was like when I moved into this apartment. I don't I didn't have internet for at least three weeks. Like I I found out that there's like a limit on the data that you can run through a hotspot because I was using it as like (laughs) Netflix on my TV. I was mirroring it. But um, that was a huge disaster. Uh, And that was AT&T. And they were like, sorry. No, actually, no, the problem here that was really annoying was that it used to be a house where this apartment building was. Oh,
3: so they don't have enough bandwidth probably for all of your apartments. They had wired
4: it, but they didn't put in the right form that said there was apartments, so they couldn't... They didn't have the permits, probably. They couldn't do more than one account because there was only one address. That's crazy. And I was like, okay, but I don't have internet. What am I supposed to do? And so, they're
3: like, sorry. So what is your game plan with
4: this computer Well, I mean, situation? I don't need it. It would just be really convenient because a lot of the time, especially if my back's hurting, I want to be sitting on the couch and using my laptop. But if I can't be on the internet, that I don't know what else I'm doing. I could edit, I guess, but like, I need too many things from the internet while I'm editing, I think. So it doesn't really.
3: Well, I imagine you're not the only person facing this issue because everybody has an Apple product. Pretty much everybody I I know.
4: uh, Knowing uh, that I'm also over is that laptop that I have from Apple only has USB-C drive or uh, ports. It doesn't have any other, like, so I can't just hardwire in unless you have an adapter, which I've bought for Hundreds of dollars, like multiple kinds. And one specifically is the only one that even kind of works. I'd say it makes the internet work 30% of the time. Not even 30% of the time. It works on like 30% of apps. So it's like, I can go on like, Twitter and stuff, but like, I can't update like the software on the computer.
3: I don't even know. I feel like you're speaking another language. I don't even understand. I know I'm trying to
4: have a technology conversation with um, you, but
3: that's what I'm over. Okay. Well, I figured out what I'm over. And the reason I figured out what I'm over (laughs) is no, it's because I moved my leg, which is right down here. Uh, If you're watching this video version, I'm holding up my leg right now. You probably know this about me, and most of my close friends and family members do know, but I have never met someone more prone than myself to mosquito bites and when I say Mm -hmm. mosquito bites you know this is true you've witnessed this for me I I was out recently too I was outside on Saturday and Chris looked at me and he's like you are literally under attack by mosquitoes right now we have to go inside immediately I was outdoors for tops 10 minutes in California? I, yes, I am not kidding you. I have probably at least 25 mosquito bites on just my calves. So much, they are so painful. Where? Just what? What do you mean? Wait, where, well, was like, where were you? I was in my mom and dad's backyard. I don't know why. I have no idea. It's not like they live out on a farm in the wilderness. Yeah, it was in like the like like middle of summer. That doesn't. So I'm covered in mosquito bites. They are so painful. That I couldn't even sleep at night. I had to get up and take a shower in the middle of the night just to ease the itching. And I went to the acupuncturist, which is completely unrelated, the day after I received all the mosquito bites. and And I asked, I said, do you know what the deal is with some people being prone to mosquito bites and others not? Because I was with my mom and dad and Chris. They did not get a single bite, just me. Like, and I'm literally covered. And he said that it's just kind of a mystery that there's like no medical evidence at all to support it one way or the other, that no one really knows, but they think it's your blood type. Um. That like, they can smell your blood. I'm like, I don't- Well, I I feel like parents always joke. It's like, oh, it's because you taste sweet. That's, I hate that. I actually hate that. I wish I tasted poison. Also, now that you say that- Is it weird or bad that I don't... Do you not know know your blood type? No. Lil, yes, you need to know your blood type. What if you need a transfusion? And like you would think I would
4: though, because I've gotten like a few surgeries too. Um, Why is that not something that I
3: know? You probably should. Is that on our driver's licenses or something? Definitely not. Huh, interesting. Well, maybe my brother knows your blood type because he knows everybody's blood type. He knows my whole family. So maybe he knows yours too. You're basically a part of the family. Well, which, like, I've been to your parents' house and never, like,
4: it's not even, like, there's not even grass.
3: No, there is a swimming pool, and usually mosquitoes are drawn to, like, sitting bodies of water. water. But only usually if there's also, like, plants. Well, and also it's usually fresh water, not chlorinated water. My parents have a pool that's got chlorine in it, so, like, mosquitoes are not hibernating up in that toxic water. Only human beings.
4: It could have been a saltwater pool, but... um. When I rented that Airbnb um, in Arizona for your wedding, Uh I have never gotten as many bug bites in my life. And it was to the same point as you that I would wake up in the middle of the night and literally have to go like, like run my legs underwater Mm -hmm. because they would turn into welts that were like, I'd say like, like a half
3: dollar. That is crazy. I did a little bit more research, Lil, and this might be helpful to you. It said that mosquitoes, just like the aromas, like the body smells of certain people, specifically if they've just exercised, the other thing they're really drawn to, and honestly, this is probably you, they enjoy biting people who have consumed beer.
4: I did consume a lot of beer. Isn't
3: that crazy? You did consume a lot of beer at my wedding. In fact... I bought a whole 24 pack or at least 36 pack of Coors Light and it was gone immediately. Everyone always likes to shit on it, but like everyone loves it. It's very, very true.
4: Someone I- told me that recently. They were like, Look, I, think someone, I think it was someone's boyfriend even, but they were like, I tried Coors Light. You know what? It's actually pretty great. I'm like, isn't it? It's like refreshing because it's like water with a hint of alcohol. Exactly. Exactly. Although I like really. I say I haven't been drinking very much lately at all.
3: I actually haven't either. I've been kind of like dabbling a bit more in like the hard seltzers because I feel I like they're, they're a little bit were healthier. Be like, I've been dabbling in smoking. <laughs> <I would laughs> no, die. you know me. Like I would choke to death. I would never be good at that. But I'm actually curious if oh, you are.
4: Seltzers are good.
3: They're amazing. If you guys are listening to this and you have any way of helping me with this mosquito thing, I really genuinely need help. What so, do like, you need help
4: with? Recovering?
3: I need help um exterminating all mosquitoes on the planet, obviously. I want them gone. Got it. Got it. Cool. Um, no, I need help like figuring out how I can prevent them, besides just covering my body in DEET, which is like one of the most toxic substances you can put on your skin. But it works. Not not dick. <laughs> not <laughs> not dick. Dick is fine to put on your Wait, skin. Wait, you just call it DEET, like vitamin D? No, D. D-E-E-T. I have
4: literally no idea even what that is. It sounded like you just said D. You thought I meant like I put dick on my skin. No, I thought you said D, but I was just making a joke. But what is DEET?
3: Yeah, so it's like a really um strong, toxic, highly, highly toxic version of mosquito like repellent that they have you wear when you go to places where there's like malaria Uh. or like infectious diseases like zika and stuff like that but it's like really dangerous so you kind of have to roll the dice like would i rather get malaria or toxicity on my skin i'm always down for the d when i I search for it 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 just comes
4: up with like any kind of repellent like bug repellent
3: I think there's small traces of it in any sort of bug repellent. Um, But what I did buy a ton of, I actually was in such like extreme pain that I I couldn't stop itching myself. Like my skin is like just eaten up that I went to CVS and got like every single potion they had for like relief, like to just make your body like numb. Um, And none of them worked. They all suck. (laughs)
4: I just picture you didn't watch Rugrats, did you?
3: No, but I know of it.
4: There's an episode where Chucky gets um, the chicken pox and he won't stop itching. So they like <laughs> lather him up in calamine lotion. Yes,
3: calamine lotion. And then um,
4: put uh, oven mitts on him. <laughs> That's funny. Right. I should have done that, actually. Oh, it's like, I, I, do you do like the, I feel like the, the best technique is like the slapping
3: slapping or Mm. the other thing I've heard is that you're supposed to either take an ice cube and put it on the bite or you take the tip of your fingernail and you push it and you make an x on the bite and supposedly that works but again I think that there's a lot of science yeah that's what I would think too and then the bacteria gets in there I mean I do it's infected I don't know it's just such a mess so um I just don't know if I can go outside anymore
4: I have a question.
3: Yes. Why do you never get mosquito bites on your face? Okay, I have a lot of opinions on this. I do, actually. I think mosquitoes... uh, Well, I have gotten mosquito bites on my face, actually. Not very frequently. I guess it's not, like, completely
4: not possible, but it's rare.
3: So, I think... You know how, as human beings... We're like, ooh, I want a piece of chicken. I want the bread. Yeah, you don't go for like But it's not like, oh, I'm going to go eat the chicken neck. Or like, ooh, let me get the chicken face. That sounds tasty and delicious.
4: There's not as much meat there.
3: I think that mosquitoes, at least on me, like my legs because they're the juiciest part of my body. And fun fact, when I got all these said mosquito bites on my calves, I also got one on each butt cheek. And I was clothed. How does that even happen? How does that That's even happen? Is,
4: I never, rarely, I think Arizona is one of the only times it's happened that I noticed when it was, ha- like, I would look down and see them biting me. I feel like they always are so sneaky. You never see
3: them. You just I wake never, up and you're like, why do I have 10 mosquito bites? Where did those even come from? I never even saw one. I never, ever see them. And again, I will be with, like, my entire immediate family a, not a single person will get a bite not a single person and i am quite literally covered head to toe too sweet you know what i'm sick of being sweet okay i want to be like mean sour <laughs> that didn't work at all that was really pathetic anyways i'm super excited to overshare because we have like a guest that i'm totally obsessed with this week
0: what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas
3: Okay, you guys, joining us on today's episode of Overshare is someone I have the ultimate girl crush on and that I've had the pleasure of meeting and interacting with in real life outside of this podcast. You guys might know Devin from her work on BuzzFeed or from her own YouTube channel, Devin, but better. But what you might not know that I learned earlier today, which I'm going to read off of a paper, is that she also has an album called Me and My Dick.
4: Oh my God. uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) i was not privy to that information before we were filming
3: girlfriend i wish i was okay i actually did like a a, just a quick little google search of you and Mm -hmm. i found all these amazing acting videos of you like singing
2: yeah yeah it's it's my background actually i was i went to school for theater musical theater back in the day
3: well you like are very you're very multi-talented
2: thank you um I, yeah, thank you. I love that you're like, you have an album named Me and My Dick. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, Okay, good to Jocelyn to find the
3: best info. You guys, I'm an investigative journalist, um, the (laughs) hard-hitting stuff only, but like, do people that know you from the internet know about the Me and My Dick days, or is this like a new revelation?
2: Um, People know me from Very Potter Musical and Star Kid. And so Me and My Dick was actually our, one of our first musicals that we wrote and did together. Um, and so if, I guess if you're a fan of Star Kid, you know Me and My Dick, but if you don't, if you're just like casual ladylike person who like watches me on YouTube, you may not know about me and my dick, you know, and oh, wow. wow. our relationship. <laughs>
3: Secret identity being revealed. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, I'm so excited that you're on Overshare today. Um, like I said, you and I have met and hung out probably in like the way we met is like so influencery. It's like actually crazy. Like, recount for us where exactly oh we met. It was crazy. We met
2: at the Istanbul airport.
3: <laughs> Already pleasure. Yeah, very casual.
2: We were on the set. We we did this partnership with Sony Pictures to be in um, Charlie's Angels, the latest one, with Elizabeth Banks, directed by Elizabeth Banks. (laughs) To clarify, she means be in the movie. (laughs) We were in the movie. We were uh, featured extras. Um, And it's a very smart business play, I think, for a lot of... uh, um, production companies these days to get influencers and digital stars to kind of participate and be in a movie. It's like crossover. Right. Um, and so that's where Jocelyn and I met on a 48 hour vacation in Istanbul. And I was just thinking about that the other day, Jocelyn, do you remember almost, we didn't almost get abducted, but we, it felt like we were about to get abducted (gasps) in that cab. We did
3: almost get abducted. I yeah, forgot about yeah. that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That was after we met Salt Bay. That was after we Salt made Bay. fools of ourselves with Salt Bay himself. We met him. Yeah. I mean, I was acting like a fool that night. I was out of control. It but yes,
4: this, this story already, it's like we were in Istanbul and then we met Salt Bay and then we were in the Charlie's Angels
3: movie. Oh, do you remember when we almost got taken from that? <laughs> It's actually true. It's actually true. And I don't know if it was you or if it was um, your producer that you were with from BuzzFeed, but um, somebody made the smart call to like alert our hotel and they came out and like saved us. Yeah. What happened?
2: Yep. We were in this Uber coming back from Salt Bay's restaurant and we put in our address, right, to get back. And he took us across the city to a different hotel. And I, I was in the front seat and I remember being like, this isn't it. And he was like, "Okay, well, I'll take you to where it is." And then started going deeper into the city. I was like, "I'm going to get out of this car."
4: That's like one of my biggest fears.
2: And, and that, then like,
4: the country too? No."
2: <laughs> and then the three of us just started making a noise, and he turned around and went to the hotel. Okay, yeah, so
3: that's it was it really ended. crazy because um, I don't think they had Uber or Lyft at the time, <clears throat> and so oh, we were just kind of so like was just a cab. Yeah, w- so <sighs> if we had gotten out of the cab. I actually don't know how we would have gotten back to the hotel. So, I mean, it was, like, kind of scary in hindsight. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, I was wow. really scared. I was, I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, yeah, I know Justin from, oh, one of the scariest moments of my life. <laughs>
3: It's like we were casual. You really bonded, us you
2: know, <laughs> casual. Also, so no, I would die for Jocelyn. So <laughs> <laughs> likewise,
3: likewise. I also feel like the car, in and of itself, was kind of dangerous. Like I don't know if there were seatbelts, but like you know, it was an adventure of, to say the least.
2: A lot of cologne in that car. A lot of cologne oh. in that car. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah,
3: yeah. Also, we were on that trip with like, I mean, Tan France from Queer Eye. <laughs> Tan France, St- Stacey Schroeder. Yes. Um, and and Katie from um, the, Van, the Vanderpump situation. The Vanderpump girl. I do not even think
4: were... that I knew Jocelyn was going until like the day before she went. And she's just like, I'm going to Turkey. <laughs> and I'm like, what? She's like, I'm going to be in the Charlie's Angels movie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this all seems weird. And then when I saw who else was there, I was like, this is one of the most amazing but random groups I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm here yeah. for it.
2: It was ridiculous. And it was really cool because we got to meet like influencers and big time stars from different countries. Mm -hmm. So we got to meet like the number one Instagram influencer from Brazil and stuff like that, which is really cool.
3: Yes. Jocelyn,
4: were you somewhere recently where you were with foreign influencers and they were teaching you TikToks?
3: Yes. So I actually recently went on another similar press trip to Singapore before COVID, obviously. But yeah. um, it was myself and another mutual friend that we have, Essence. I love her. So, oh my uh. gosh. Lily, you've got to meet this girl. She lives in New York, but on the the podcast, I was like, we need to get you to LA. We need to get her to move to LA because I love her so much. She's so amazing. But it was she and I, and then like, I think about 15 of the top TikTokers from around the world. And I was like, just like, I don't, are you on TikTok, Devin? I am
2: briefly on TikTok. Okay. So I teach pole dancing on the side. Yes. And Wow. I thought I was going to put, use TikTok to put all my ho shit on. Oh, like, yes, I'd be like, plain. I was like, I was like, okay, like, like maybe, maybe my goal in 2020 <laughs> is to kind of like have different parts of my personality on different platforms. Like Just
4: alter egos. I like it. Right.
2: Yeah. Like, so YouTube is like my like d- journal entries, very honest adulting shit. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram is like, well, oh, I'm cute. Ooh, cheekbones, you know? And then, um, <laughs> uh, TikTok was going to be my host shit. Like my love
4: dances. My pole and then dancing. you linked to your only
2: fans and-, and then, yeah, exactly. Um, no, my only fans <laughs> is when, where I hold my church services. So <laughs> let's not get it twisted.
3: <laughs> Spiritual experience. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Um, but yeah, TikTok does not like pole dancing. So they took all of my pole dancing content down. And so then what? I was really yeah.
3: Why? Yeah.
4: It that's hard. That's horse I mean, like, are you, what are you wearing in them? I
2: mean, like what happened? No,
4: uh, pull
2: shorts or pants. Um, I think it's just because it's a Chinese app and they have just different codes of conduct. Um, it's just like, and probably crosses different, like, uh, I, I don't know,
4: cultural barriers. And so I also am curious how they figure it out, like how they're Marking it because I have posted several that one of them actually got through a- after I appealed it. And I don't know why or if it was a mistake, but if I'm smoking in them, and uh-huh. it's like, I'm not trying to be just like, oh, this is a TikTok of me smoking. But if it's like, if it's something funny that sounds like a voiceover that someone would be saying hi, I'll be like, oh, perfect. I'll just like be smoking a joint while I'm saying it. Right. They get taken down within seconds. And I'm like, how does it even know that that's what I'm doing? Like, I don't say anything about it. So like, how are they even know that you're pole dancing? Like, is the technology that good that it just. The technology like, is they that notifications? Good. It's like, oh, there's another pole dancing one. Got to take that <laughs> shit down. My favorite is when like
2: I was at, when, at NBC with a coworker and he was going through his TikTok. He's like, I don't get it with TikTok. Like, all I see is like teenagers with big boobs. And I'm like, well, man,
3: that's <laughs> because you're, you're literally. Like, well, <laughs> this is how the algorithm works. <laughs> Honestly, all I see on TikTok are like middle-aged zaddies like with super hot bodies doing dance moves like that is my brand my husband is like what are you watching I'm like look at this guy's dance moves and look at his abs it's truly amazing which honestly Lily and I actually for a clever video back in the day tried pole dancing Devin that's why why my face
4: when you told us I was like so hard oh my god you're skilled. you get used to it after i couldn't even hold myself up like it's literally the video is me like eating like chips on the ground while jocelyn does it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not kidding that's actually what happens
3: (laughs) (laughs) i would actually love to get a review on like the whole hustler's film from you because i'm sure you have a lot of opinions about just what j-lo is capable of
2: she's a she's a goddess she's a goddess because not only she does she learned all of that i think i'm like a Month, which is really hard, you know, you have to develop strength to pull in, yeah. Even when like did you gymnast. start doing it? Um, I was actually cast in the movie Grand Torino <gasps> in what? Michigan, yeah, oh back my gosh. in the day, love that movie, <laughs> yeah. And then I was cut, my scene was cut, I was cast as a stripper because I was in college and Michigan. Um, and then my scene was cut because they had this whole scene where like uh, the priest in the movie goes and sees Clint Eastwood and he's at a strip club, so they just basically. Hired a bunch of college kids to be like in the background. And so they asked me to learn pole dancing. So I remember I went and uh, learned from a woman at Deja Vu nightclub. Ooh, yes. That's downtown Detroit. Um, I think, I think like my uh, Michigan agent at the time and I paid her like $50 for an hour or something. <laughs> and she had Hunter tattooed on her thigh. And I was like, oh, who's Hunter? And she was, me. I'm Hunter. <laughs> Okay.
3: (laughs) All right. Great. (laughs) That's how I first learned. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, honestly, I have so much respect for people who, strippers and people who are good at pole dancing because – just the amount of strength and chafing that I experienced on my thighs yes. in one day was crazy. I think that's what I didn't... Ex- like, I
4: knew it was going to be hard. I knew I didn't have any upper body strength or anything. But, like, <laughs> yeah. it's the even just grabbing onto it and having it, like, rub against your skin was so painful.
2: It's called pole kisses. That's what that's I That's what it. they told us. Yeah. I love it. Pole kisses. You start craving it after a while. I don't have a pole in my apartment. And so I have not pole dance and I'm like, God, since the pandemic started and... uh I'm I, I like my I actually crave that burning feeling sensation. I know it's weird. It's weird. someone
3: get this woman a poll immediately. We're putting out a request. I'm like maybe, maybe that's not. what
4: my neighbors are doing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. okay, well, we could obviously just like chat with you forever and we really should. Um, but on this show, we overshare based on embarrassing and specific topics. And today we've decided for some reason it's a good idea to reveal to the world and our parents the times that we have lied to them. So my mom and dad, I know, listen to this show, and I can't wait for the feedback I'm about to receive. Oh, boy. Um, I don't feel like my mom really listens to the podcast. Oh, well, maybe this will be her first episode. Lil, do you want to kick us off? Uh, No, mine aren't too specific. <laughs> I didn't lie to her that much.
4: And it was more that I might have omitted the truth, which actually I did a story time recently, and I was like, I finished filming. Was like, have I told her about that? And then um, I put it up. And then she texted me, and I'd said that in the video. And she was, "No, you hadn't told me about that." It was like, got it, cool. Uh, well, now you know. We just move on. <laughs> That's cool. um, uh, so mine aren't too specific, so I
3: I can finish this off. Okay, but, well I'll, um, I'll I'll start. I'll start. Okay. Um, strike me as someone that lied to your parents either. No, uh, Devin. You might not know this about me, but I'm 38 years old and still afraid of my parents. Uh, very much so. Um, <laughs> like, you know, those people who are like, my mom and dad, like growing up, were my best friends. My parents were like, we're not your friends. We don't care mm-hmm. if you like us. It was only probably after I was like 25 that my parents were like, okay, we're down to party with you. You know what I mean? But like in my early years, definitely not. So, One summer, and I have a sister who's like not even two years younger than me, and she's polar opposite. She was like wild, down to like do whatever, never got caught either, which is crazy. I should put her on blast. But (laughs) one summer, We were both over 21, I think. So, I think too. We were home from college for the summer. And my sister went to college at Long Beach State, which is like really close to where we grew up in Downey. And a lot of her friends were in Long Beach for the summer. And our parents went out of town on vacation for like a week. And so it was just me and my sister. And our little brother must have been there too, but I don't, I honestly don't, I don't know where he was. He was a child at the time. So my sister was like, We're going to throw a huge raging party at mom and dad's house. I'm inviting all of my friends from Long Beach State and I was like well I'll invite some of my friends too I didn't have as many around ends up this house party ends up turning into like basically like It just looked like the pool and the jacuzzi specifically was like a soup of greasy human bodies. Like there were so many people in the jacuzzi specifically. It just looked like human soup. It was gross. There was someone on the roof with a beer bong. I mean, there's like people there. Actually, I think someone turned uh, one of the poles in the patio into a stripper pole. Like it was it was crazy. Right. As Mm -hmm. you would imagine, it was a great time. We had so much fun. I mean, a million people slept over, whatever. So me and my sister are like, mom and dad are never going to find out about this. Like, we're such smooth criminals, whatever. (laughs) Um, My parents come home from vacation. They're like, how was everything, girls? Did you guys have a good time? We're like, oh, yeah, we had, you know, we just like hung out. It was very low key, like whatever. Um, And then (laughs) like cut to two days later. And my dad was like, you guys are so dumb. First off, the recycle bin, which shout out to recycling. The recycle bin is like literally packed to the brim with like empty liquor bottles,
1: beer bottles. Okay, amateur hour. (laughs) Yeah, I know, we're so stupid. He's
3: he's like, but you want to know what the real one was? My parents have like a little guest house in their backyard. He's like, you guys are so dumb. He's like, someone threw up. All over the guest house bathroom. There was like the toilet was like full of vomit and then there was vomit all over the place. He's like, and the concept that you guys just thought you were going to throw a huge raging party and we were not going to find out is so, so stupid. And I was over 21. Like I I was well, I was well within like reasonable age, but like obviously still terrified of them. Um, and that was the only time, honestly. I feel like I've tried to lie to them, and I'm not surprised that it was wildly unsuccessful. Like so stupid.
4: <laughs> I've never you did you didn't even like do like a like a
3: clean like a sweep to make sure everything was clean after. Like, okay. How do you make- also, by the way, yeah. apparently yeah. the stress is coming out of my hair because as I was saying that, my ponytail holder just cracked in half. Um, This is like some sort of stigma experience and my hair is now just been set free. Oh, wow. So
2: there we go. Wow. Reliving stressful times, man.
3: (laughs) No. Yeah. Obviously we were super amateurs when it came to throwing parties, but um, I just, I'm a terrible liar. Like I also cannot do it.
2: I really want to hear the lie that you told them. Like, where did did that vomit come from?
3: We were, no, we, at that point, we had been like already perpetually lying. Like, oh yeah, we just like had a few friends over for a barbecue, like no big deal, super casual. And then like, my dad let us go with it for a few days just to see like if we would feel that was also what my parents would do was they would always let us lie to them. Like my sister told a huge lie to our parents and lied about it for like three months. And my parents knew about it the whole entire time. And they just let her sit in her own lie because they felt like that was like more terrifying Um also not a tactic I'm a fan of, but whatever. I'm also sweating now after just reliving these experiences from like 20 years ago. So <laughs> anywho, that's my story. Um, now that I can't breathe. Devin, what about what about you? <laughs> I was like, can you tell Jocelyn was a really good kid? Yeah. I, well, I re- that resonated with me because I
2: also had very strict parents. There. Did you?
3: My, my dad's a high school principal.
2: Mine too! Oh
3: Mine too! Yeah, Oh there my it gosh, is. there you go. That's crazy.
2: Um, And so, uh, yeah, my parents were very, very strict uh, growing up. I didn't drink in high school. I didn't party. I I went to college. um, And that's where everything kind of fell apart as far as like the good goody two shoes score sheet. Um, But my parents, um, my story is about the first time that they asked if I smoked weed or they found out that I smoked weed. So. Hi, I am that's a minor going to be about to yeah um which like shout out to mom and dads across the world if you when you find out your kid smokes weed because it's just like that's that's when and when I have kids I plan on fucking with them so hard when I when they uh I can curse right yes yeah. yes okay yeah I was like I don't know how I can overshare without dropping a few f f-bombs but I can try <laughs> live you know? your
4: truth live your truth sure. don't censor yourself
2: all right. So, um, anyway, uh, every summer at school, I went to uh, Cambridge in England to get my English degree at, at like uh, in college. So I was what? a double major. Yeah. So I was a double major, and I was like in a conservatory program at, at Michigan during the school year, and then in the summers I would go to Cambridge to get my English degree
3: because
2: it was actually cheaper that way.
1: Oh, not.
3: interesting. Well, honestly, you're just. I feel like you're very fancy and I'm even yeah, more Sounds very legit.
2: It's very, it was very fancy. But the thing is most of the time at summer during summers and summer school at Cambridge was filled with Americans and like yeah. maybe like a couple of people from Paris. Um, but like, yeah, it was, it's very fancy, but summertime in Cambridge was very much like, you know, we let the American kids take over and
3: like we let, let them her... think that they're going. To... Well, I was going to yeah, ask yeah. you if any like Royal family members were there with you.
2: No, no royal, Not that I. Not in my college. I went. I belonged into Sydney Sussex, and I feel like a lot of the royal family members go are in Kings or Queens College. Um, like I have the no idea. I have yeah, no it's
1: idea.
2: <laughs> it's kind of like houses, like house, like Hogwarts houses. Oh,
3: I see. Okay, okay, Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, we
2: were packing up my stuff so I could go to fly off to Cambridge like the next day. And back in the day, like this was before iPhones and stuff. I had like a flip phone and you had to get your SIM card changed out and mm-hmm. take it to the Verizon wireless store and get like your English SIM card or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or like get a different SIM card. So I was busy packing up my stuff. Cause of course it's me. Everything was last minute. <laughs> and so I was like, mom, dad, can you just take my phone to the Verizon wireless store and, and get this taken care of while I pack? And they're like, okay. So what I forgot was the night before, and the reason why I was so behind is the night before my parents arrived, I decided it was the perfect time to try hash, smoking hash. Now, if you don't know, smoking cannabis and weed and flour is different than smoking hash because hash is usually like oil. It's very strong. (laughs) And our subletter had a bunch of hash and we smoked a bunch of it. And I just like got too baked and went upstairs and took a nap. And then texted everyone, was like, hash too strong. I'm out, basically. Um, and that was that that was that it crazy like Yeah, it was, Yeah, it was nothing. But my dad, taking my sh- my phone to the store, I got a text from the subletter who was like, oh my God, the hash was too strong, huh? And like, um, basically outing me <laughs> like that hash was too, like I had been smoking hash or whatever. But they just referred to it hash and hash being too strong, right? So my parents come back and they do that thing, that sad, disappointed thing that parents do. That's just so annoying, you know, like where they come in and they act all like thoughtful and like, like they take pregnant pauses
4: and staring into your soul.
2: Yeah. And so my dad gives me the phone and he goes, uh, check your text messages.
4: Oh
1: no. Oh no.
2: And y'all, the lie
4: tumbled out of me. Like, I I, didn't... See, I'm impressed already, because I don't know how you do that. What did you say? So, thankfully, there was a brunch spot
2: in town that served a menu item called hippie hash. Stop! Which was hash browns with jalapenos and, like, all these different, like, feta cheese Oh, shut
4: the fuck up. (laughs) So I was like, Dad,
2: so... That's so funny. I like laughed and again, acting major. So I was like, ha ha ha. Oh, dad. So- <laughs> sorry. Like, uh, th- we're talking about hash browns that like hippie hash.
3: Stop, stop, the- stop. Oh my
2: gosh. I took them to, and my mom, by the way. So my dad was all somber. My mom was doing the most. She was waiting in the car
3: stop she couldn't even see you she was waiting in the car she couldn't even look at me right
4: um <laughs> so, such a disappointment you're like it's hash browns it's hash browns so
2: my dad even yelled to sharon it's hash browns and my mom stop. like rolled down the window and she, it's what hash browns i don't believe you so i had to take them to the diner we ordered the hippie hash and i was like stop. See, jalapenos hippie hash so, did you get yeah. out of this legitimately? Like, they believed you. My mom bought it. My dad did not.
4: And <laughs> have you talked about it since?
2: Yeah, because so and two, uh, a year and a half ago, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, um, and so I brought a bunch of my weed products home. And I was twenty nine at the time, and I was like, "Mom, I'm so excited because I'm going to introduce you to the beautiful world of cannabis." <laughs> And she was like, what? And I was like, mom, you you had to have known that. That like hippie hash thing was a lie. And she was like, it wasn't the hash bro. I was like, no, mom, I smoked hash the night before. I've been smoking weed since I was 19. Like come on. And I'm a huge pot smoker. And my mom was like, leave. You're like, get out of my house. I'm like, I'm here till Thursday. Can you?" Like, <laughs> you? Like, okay. I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. And then my dad came in and my dad was like, yeah, I knew you were lying. I'm like, come on.
3: That you is that's so funny. That's so good. But like, honestly, it is crazy. We were talking about in our last episode, um, how, like I was in high school 20 years ago when people would get caught with weed, like 20 years ago, even in LA, like, It was as if you had been caught with, like, uh, you were running, like, some huge drug ring or something. And now you can basically, like, go to Target or CVS and, like, buy weed or, like, a clothing store. It's, like, it's just wild how much it's shifted, as it should, in my opinion.
2: Totally. Totally. As it should. But, yeah, people's lives were ruined. For, for
4: weed. Still, that's, I yeah. mean, there's still people in jail. It's so ridiculous. And that's, I've talked before. I've gotten caught with weed by cops in America and in other countries mm-hmm. and not had anything happen. And then there's like literally people serving like life sentences for selling weed. I believe that's what they call white privilege. Yeah, it is. So that's, what, yes. that's the white yeah. privilege thing. Yeah, ding, 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 yeah. yep. ding. Ding, ding, exactly. ding. Lots of it here. Mm-hmm. um yeah, so my, you actually,
3: you win, honestly. Like, yeah, I can't believe definitely. that that hash brown thing
4: came through I've never so come strong. up with, like, an original creative lie to make up for something. I just, like, have been like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think Jocelyn and I, even though we
2: were both raised with strict parents, I think we, we kind of deviated in that I had gotten used to lying. Like, even little fibs. Because my parents were so strict. I had yeah. to do something.
3: So, like, you had to lie about stuff that wasn't even bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me... Even to this day, I'm a bad liar, but I could dub myself the queen of omission. I'm really good at giving you what I want to and just maybe leaving out the rest of it. You know what really I mean? Really having the Which, narrative skew in your favor. I mean, like, is that a lie? Or is it just like I forgot to share the whole story? You know? Right. I, I don't know. But I think it's the same thing. But I'm I'm a bad, I'm a really bad liar. I, I still like genuinely think my parents could like catch me in a lie easily terrifying I need to go to therapy I'm trying to think so my only they
4: weren't even like lies really it was that I didn't start smoking until halfway through freshman year of college so I came home for winter break freshman year. And then it was like, oh, like, I'm home now. Where's the weed? My friend Mm -hmm. that lived down the street would come pick me up in his truck. And then we'd drive up the street and smoke in his car for a little bit out of like his bubbler that he'd keep in his like center Mm -hmm. console. And then he would drop me back off. And I'd say that we were like going to get food. And I feel like that since there was nothing to do at home, it was super normal to be like, oh, we're just like gonna go grab fast food or something. And it was never weird. But there was several times that some we, like, knew another one of the neighbors or my mom had a friend over or something that we would park, like, up the street, then, like, down another street. But it was, like, a big loop that you could do. Oh, my so God. So, like, there was no reason my mom would be driving over there. But, like, maybe someone that didn't know the neighborhood that well might use that way to get out. Well, her friends did sometimes. And she would text me and be like... Uh, I think it was even when she first started dating Ken, maybe, and, um, who she's married to now, but it was like, Ken just drove, uh, up the street and said that he thinks he sees Brian's truck over there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, <"Nope." laughs> I literally just like, to no, nope, wasn't him. And she'd be like, really? Cause like, he said he thought he saw you. And I'm like, weird. No. How strange. Nope. Just deny, deny, deny. Deny, but um deny, deny. other than and i i feel like i'd have to kind of like it was never blatantly lie it was also she was really naive about it i think like your parents knowing what hash is i think if my mom saw a text about hash she would be like what is that like she would think it was about hash browns <laughs> so oh i think <laughs> unless it specifically i remember there was times that i would smoke um even in my room. And she, I think this is by the time she like knew that I did and she was okay with it. I would smoke in my room, which had a window in the front of the house. So I'd like lean out the window. Mm-hmm. Her and my sister would get home and she, I'd hear them coming in and she'd be like, smells like a skunk out here. <laughs> and then she'd like come in and be like, Lily, did you smell that skunk out front? I'm like,
3: how bad?
4: Yeah. <laughs> so strong, really bad. And then my sister was like, really? that That's, that's not what that was. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but otherwise it was always just like her being weirdly okay with things. Like I would kind of try and lie. And then eventually I would just like give up or not know how. And
3: she'd be like, whatever, it's fine. I'm like, do you okay. know what would be fascinating though? Like on the flip is now as adults, like bringing our parents on a show like this and be like, I want you to tell me all the lies you've told me because I guarantee you parents are lying all the time. Like when your kids ask you a question you don't know the answer to and you just like make literally anything up or just like blatantly lying about anything. Well, have you ever seen like on Twitter,
4: there's always ones that are like uh, things that your parents told you that you believed when you were little and it's like, and one of them that always gets me is like that turning on your light in the car is illegal at night. Is that <laughs> not like, illegal? No. no, it's not illegal. <laughs> no. What was that? And it's like, why would it be? Why would they put lights in the car if you couldn't use like, why would it exist for the daytime? <laughs>
3: I thought that that was actually, like, I, I still thought I would get in trouble Yeah, they,
4: I feel like they kind of lumped it in with, like, headlight laws or something. <laughs> it was like, oh, like, it makes it hard to see for other people and blah, blah. I'm like, okay, sure. And then you grow up and find out that's not true. Oh, my gosh. This is a,
2: a lie my parents told me. But, like, I thought that snakes could mesmerize people with their eyes because of the snake in the jungle book.
3: Well, can they? I, they, like I feel like they can. I feel like some of them can at, like, certain species. Just like mesmerizing their eyes. I think it's the I think it's the person
4: mesmerizes the snake. Oh. Because with it,
3: I'm uh, actually also the most gullible person, probably alive. So anything that happens in an animated film, I'm here for. Which actually, we haven't asked any of our guests since we started this as a podcast. This used to just be Overshare was like a long-form interview show or like hangout show with our friends. And we would always kick off every single episode with a very specific question, which is what cartoon character sparked your sexual revolution? Oh wow! I mean, it's a okay. loaded—it's a loaded question.
4: I—I I don't know if it—that's always the way we word it. It's just like, who was your cartoon crush? No, no, no. I'm
3: taking it deeper, deeper. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who was it for you? Okay, this is going to be
2: very weird. Okay. I'm ready. So Do you remember "Where Back a Dinosaur Story"?
3: <laughs> no, no. But take us there.
2: <laughs> okay, it's—it's a, it's a story about. It's actually written by playwright John Patrick Shanley, which is casual. wild. Like, I know, very casual. John pa- Patrick Shanley is like on Broadway, like very, very uh, mature playwright person. He makes a children's movie, and We're Back: A Dinosaur Story is about like dinosaurs come coming back to like present day and living in New York City. Okay, cute, right? Cool. The T Rex, and they're all like bumbling, friendly dinosaurs. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the T-Rex, in fact, I'm going to look this up really fast because I have to know he, I mean, he, I was thirsty. Uh, I, as my friend Della calls it, cause she works with a lot of Brits. She it I was frothing at the gash for this. Um,
3: <laughs> oh, I've never heard that phrase. Frothing at the gash. <laughs> for this, for this T-Rex, for this super hot T-Rex. Oh yeah. He was this T-Rex he, he had his big nose. Um, who
2: voiced him? <laughs> um john goodman (laughs) of course oh my gosh my hair is literally out of
3: control at this point
2: i know i I don't know what yeah we're back a dinosaur story and i remember being like five years old being like i love that (laughs) t-rex
4: John Goodman that's amazing oh my god well i i feel like we could talk about all of these forever we um, could but yes. let's move on to our
3: last segment let's do uh-huh. it
4: so long share, share well. well i hate us so much more now
3: okay so Devin, in this final segment called share well because we are sharing and bidding the world farewell at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um we all go around and share something that has brought us joy this week. It can be big or small, whatever is bringing you joy this week. Lily, would you like to kick us off? Um, sure. I think I've been
4: posting several of them on my Twitter. So people probably know that it's brought me a lot of joy, but, um, my dog is really, uh, into head tilts. Like he, (laughs) it's as if he understands, or at least is trying to understand everything you're saying to a point that it's weird. Like it's, like, I'll just be like, hey, what's up? And he's like, <laughs> like, constantly. Like, I don't know how he hasn't thrown his neck out. But uh, the last week, it has been so funny. And I'll have, like, conversations with him where I just am asking him questions. And he just is. Aww. It's very, <laughs> trying very so hard to understand. And it's just made my
3: week a lot better.
4: He is very I'm cute. i to look
3: this up on Twitter. It's
4: on my Twitter. There was one. I put uh, put one up this morning.
3: And Lily, also, you need to update Mr. Max Marston's Instagram account with some videos. I haven't posted
4: since, like, January.
3: Because this is a very, very cute pup. Um, What about you, Devin? What's brought you joy this week?
2: Okay. So um, I'm doing a lot of home renovations because it's literally the only thing I can control right now. You're going to be
4: home, so it should be nice.
2: (laughs) Right. It's just, like, looking around the apartment being, like, the key to happiness and feeling like a whole person again, is if I move this table three feet to the left, like that's the (laughs) cycle I'm in right now. Um, I, uh, we've been doing a lot of home renovations. So it's just like a kind of a reward system like that. Um, but and part of that was building a computer and I'm also made a YouTube video about it. So if you are not watching me on YouTube, you're going to see me, uh, in a video where I built my boyfriend's computer. Wow. Um, Impressive. I did and I, it was really hard and I was really sore this morning and I probably will never do it again. Um, cause I'm not a gamer. I wouldn't need to build a PC, but my boyfriend is. So that's why. We
3: wow.
2: Uh huh. And so then I logged on to twitter.com. You may be familiar. Um, it. Small
3: website.
2: yeah. And I read that Henry Cavill also Ooh. built a computer
4: yesterday. Stop. I are know. You so basically you and Henry Cavill are like spiritually connected clearly like
2: that man can screw a ram into my motherboard any day of the week (laughs) you know what I mean Uh, I was just like wow we share a kindred spirit I almost tweeted at him but then I was like no I'm too thirsty but I still might I don't know you
3: should honestly you should do it that is one of my favorite hobbies is tweeting and especially commenting on celebrities Instagrams like Mindy Kaling I literally comment on her Instagram as if we're best friends I'm like girl you're so silly you look so cute like it's my favorite hobby
4: Twitter, you never know. People will respond. Okay. Yeah, basically, I mean, even when you're not verified, they respond. But then if you are, you already have a leg up. So.
2: If Henry Cavill responds to me, I, like, I don't know what I'll do. I mean, okay. I don't know what Pat, my boyfriend, will do. Like, we, as a couple, will have to have a sit down and talk about this. You know, it will be too much. Well, I here's the thing. A
3: it could just be a goodness. great friendship with you and Superman. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe him, him and your boyfriend can, like, Game it up together, or do some like first-person shooting, or whatever it is that's on the gaming of the gaming. Um, but if you tweet yes. him, if you tweet him, just know that Lily and I will slide in and affirm that on the verified yeah. tab. Okay. Yeah. If you if
2: you like it, it'll be like super. It'll be popping off. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah.
3: It will pop off. Yeah. It'll be so many likes, so many retweets. <laughs> he won't even know what to
2: do. <laughs> He's like, Who is this Devin? what?
3: Exactly. <laughs> like, oh. He needs to know you. Mine is dumpster-, okay. dumpster diving is my new favorite hobby. Um, I have been finding trash on the side of the road and turning it into actually beautiful furniture. Oh, I God. just found an authentic mid-century piece and um I like love now, like you were saying, home renovations. Now I have already finished my house so now I'm hitting the streets and looking for trash and I'm going to fancy neighborhoods like Pacific Palisades and Beverly Hills to pick up their trash from the side of the road and their trash is better than like any of my treasures it's amazing so i highly recommend doing some deep dumpster diving i'm dying because it
4: sounded like you just did like an ad read
3: (laughs) (laughs) dumpster diving no but honestly you guys i'll i'll post it on my instagram eventually but i have like a real authentic piece that probably i mean if you bought something like it from west elm it would cost like two or three grand so Mm-hmm. That's amazing. One person's trash another one's treasure. Exactly, exactly. So if this was an ad,
4: I'd
2: be like, "Hi, I'm Jocelyn and I'm here to talk to you about garbage."
3: <laughs> Listen, it's so true. Like you said, one man's trash, another man's treasure. And I will take I'll take rich people's fancy trash any day of the week. I mean, I'm plus it's eco-friendly. It's eco-friendly. Yeah. I'm into totally. it. Um okay, well, Devin, thank you so much for coming on our show. Really quick, let the people know where they can find you. Find me
2: on YouTube, Devin, but better. It looks like Devin, but butter. I'm uh, I'm working on it. I still yeah, like, bar. maybe that'll be my merch. I'll just start selling butter. I don't know. Devin, start
1: but better. Show. You can find it.
2: me on Instagram, Dev Lytle, D E V L Y T L E, And then on Twitter, Dev, Dev, Num Nums. Don't ask. It's just an old nickname. I like
3: it. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, well, we are a huge fan of yours and I'm so glad we got you to do this. Um, please come back on the show again, especially in real life next time. Hopefully oh when all of this ends. Um, and Hey, keep us posted on Henry Cavill. I, yeah, for
2: sure. I, I can't wait to hug your faces for real. Like Seriously. This is, this is so good.
3: Seriously. Um, and you guys who are listening to the podcast, please make sure to subscribe. If you haven't rate us five stars, leave a review because it's very helpful for us and we need all the help we can get quite frankly. And <laughs> if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment and let us know when you've lied to your parents. Oh my God. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. It's just
2: like all come clean. Let's 2020 do it. come clean.
3: Come and clean. Oh come and clean. Um, okay, well, this show is over. And uh yeah, thanks for being here. Bye. Thank you for everyone. Bye.